This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, pet lovers. Welcome to Best Pets for Pets. I'm your show host, Michelle Byrne. You know that saying, you know, oh, you're a rock star. Well, this food is rock star quality, but they call it rockster, And it is just the most incredible product that you could ever feed your dog. We're going to meet one of the founders and talk all about it. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray or worrying. Oh my God, do my guests smell that? No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Go to kittypooclub.com and when you order, save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code MEOW30 at checkout and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to welcome Zoe Lay. She is one of the founders of Rockster, which is life-enhancing superfood for your dog. Welcome, Zoe. Thank you so much, Michelle, for having me. It's an honor to be here. I'm very excited to have you. Let's talk about the first thing I think I asked is about all my guests on Best Bets for Pets. What made you decide to create Rockster? I like your motto here, because dogs rock, which of course they do. But what made you decide, okay, I have a product to create and this is what I'm going to do? So really, we didn't decide to do that. We had had a very grand and actually quite exhausting wedding in Europe, in Salzburg, and we were on our honeymoon. And one day we went to a place that had been special for both Sven and I called La Conca del Sogno, south of Naples, with someone called Rocky. And we found what we thought was a a dead dog. It was emaciated. Um, He was just skin and bone. He was at least five years old. And we brought him back to life. One ear went up before one eye opened. And all I can say is he had us at hello. And so we did this insane thing. We canceled our honeymoon to rescue this emaciated street dog. You are amazing. The hotel we were staying in in Capri wouldn't accept dogs. So we found ourselves in the piazzetta with our two suitcases and our new dog. And actually, the way we were left, it's it's such a kind of, it always makes me cry, the story is. When we were leaving and Rocky said there was a, we were actually there on a day trip with him on his boat. He said, no, the captain's allergic to dogs and you forget it, forget it, forget it. And I was like crying at the thought of leaving what became known as the Rockster. And he sort of stood at the top of the steps, lobsiding his head. And he sort of spoke oh. with his head and eyes. And I burst out into tears. And then Sven said, no, stop it. We've got, we've forgotten something really important. And I remember thinking, God, maybe it was his sunglasses or his wallet or his phone or something like that. And he just ran up the steps of La Conca del Sonia, two steps at a time, picked up what became known as the Rockster in his arms and 
brought him here and said, you always wanted a wedding present that money couldn't buy. So we just got a dog. And so, A, we didn't have a really grand plan or design to to go out and get a dog. He found us and we found him. And frankly, he rescued us, not the other way around. But over the years, we, it was extraordinary how he, he refused all commercial pet food. We couldn't understand it. He'd rather go through a dustbin. He'd rather cross a highway and go re- beg in a restaurant, which engendered many hilarious rockster stories. But he would just refuse to eat pet food. He genuinely would go through a dustbin. And it wasn't until many years later when our honeymoon baby, we would been trying to entice him with all of these, you know, in our naivety, all of these foods that had, you know, what looked like fillet steak on the front of the packet and sort of said natural and healthy. And and an expert in Germany explained to my husband, well, I'll tell you why your street dog isn't eating pet food, because a street dog understands what they shouldn't eat. And they have the ability to sift through and, and cut out what is harmful. And, and that's the day, that seminal day when we learned about what really was in pet food. That is quite a story. That's amazing. And I just want to note, because I have your information, Rockster lived to be 21. At least, yes, at least. We at know least, he was at, we know he was at least five when we found him. So he was at least 21 and at least 18 when he had the popsters. So we set out to, my godfather had had won the Nobel Prize for medicine, actually for aspirin, but not for, but he was the first, one of the super famous scientist and respected scientist who felt very strongly about there was no such thing as a natural allergy. And he believed and traced back from the time that antibiotics were invented and you look at commutable diseases, which is i.e. a disease I can give you and you can give me, like TB, for example. And you look at non-commutable diseases known in, in medical world as NCDs, which is an allergy or diabetes or cancer. I can't give you it and you can't give me it. But we give themselves, we give ourselves it. And um, and he tracked the, the sort of the invention of penicillin and various antibiotics to a total explosion in, in NCDs. And one of the big issues he felt was that antibiotics weren't really just being used for medicine, they were used for industrial farming. And if you look at even America, which is one of the worst in the world, I know. at least 70% of all antibiotics are actually used to keep, in agriculture, to keep animals alive, fight their conditions where they would otherwise normally die. So anyway, we set out, we heard that seminal, you know, moment of what we'd been trying to force feed Rockster and he would refuse to eat it in typical Rockster fashion. And so we thought, okay, I'm the world's worst cook. I'm terrible. My kids literally would rather eat dog food. And we lived in a city, so we didn't have endless freezers. And so recipes weren't an option. And, you know, frozen food wasn't really an option. So we, we set about trying to create a food for the Rockster that was originally only for him. Um, that A, he was already an old dog, so that would rock his world, would would make him love eating, um, stop running off to restaurants, and hopefully the dustbin wouldn't be unended and, and upended in the morning. Um, and you never know, maybe it might do some good if if my godfather's theories on the microbiome and the gut. Um, and we have in Europe a very special caliber of organic which is called bio or bio 
And what it is, it's really the only standard in the world where there is zero tolerance to any form of chemical, including antibiotic. So it's not that you can even give them if the animals are sick. So it's totally antibiotic-free, totally pesticide-free. You can't even have an animal that's been given antibiotics on the grass. And so therefore, the nutritional levels of that, that meat or those fruits or those vegetables is an entirely different level. So we set about using those principles, using bio to create a food for him that maybe would just rock his world. And he, when he first ate the, the, the first samples, he went bananas. It was like he'd never eaten before. He chose it over raw meat. And um, yeah, it's, it's true. He went on to be one of the oldest dogs on record in Europe. Um, he had became a daddy the same day as Mick Jagger became a father of his, his youngest child, except that the Times of London wrote a, an article which was about Rockster and how he made Mick Jagger look like a mere sprinkling um, because <laughs> he was technically, at that point, at least, you know, well over a century old. So Charlie Chaplin had nothing on the Rockster, nor did Mick Jagger. And, and it was really... We only made the food available for other dogs because of a number of different, A, we had quite a lot of it, so we were giving it to friends and all these other dogs were having the same reaction that Rockster was having. And then there was an, an, a number of examples where it was really saving lives. It was really making a significant difference in an in inexplicable way. Dogs also with allergies that, you know, were able to eat Rockster and especially those with, with kidney diseases and, and other systemic MCDs. So, uh, yeah, that's story, really. So let's talk about more details about the makeup of Rockstore. So it's bioorganic, it's superfood. What makes it, is it the contents of what exactly is in it, the type of food that makes it probiotic? Because I know some foods are more prone to be naturally probiotic than others. Are you based in Germany? So my husband is German, Sven is German. He's actually on a plane flying back from Germany as we speak. You know, we're based in England, but we also, we have, we have lived in, in Rockster and actually the names of all the recipes tracked from, because we couldn't get them into England at the beginning. So we also not only cancelled the honeymoon, but we left England in order to be able to live with him. Um, and it's his real life journey from the back streets of Naples to his life ultimately in, in England, in London. It's not probiotics, prebiotic. So what is essentially unique about Rockster outside of the caliber of the ingredients is that we only use very, very specific parts of the animal and most importantly, the muscle meat and certain vital inner organs. And that is for their the amino acid profile, for example, methionine and cysteine are needed by dogs to synthesize taurine. That's found in the muscle. And obviously it's it's a, a bio quality and, and it's got zero antibiotic activity or any other kind of chemical activity in it. And then we do that to a relatively high percentage, in some cases up to like, for example, with the venison up to 87%. And then we add certain fruits and vegetables, again, a bio quality, so which can be up to 20 times the antioxidant level of non-bio. And we're using the real food. We're not using blueberry powder, we use blueberries. We use sea buckthorn berries, which is known as the miracle berry, for example, in various parts of Asia, and meaningful quantities. So it's not like 
0.00001% so you can put a picture of a blueberry on the front of the packet, right? And then we always add a form of very specific form of natural inulin, which is found in fermented Jerusalem artichoke concentrate. And what that sort of incredible ingredient does, it not only acts as a prebiotic, so the microbiome now free of any kind of chemicals, any kind of antibiotic activity is able to repopulate and that's aided by the natural prebiotic. But it also, it's a fiber which slightly slows the digestion down in the gut and that aids nutrient absorption. So fermented Jerusalem artichoke, I'm not aware of one other food in the whole of the United States that contains it. And, and it's also human grade. So we're allowed to say that in Europe, every single ingredient is a human grade ingredient, but it is made in the place where other, where it's designated pets. So we have different rules in Europe. So we can't call it human grade with all the ingredients fit for human consumption when they go in. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey everyone, Michelle Fern here. You know, my cat's old food was kind of stinky and the cat's breath would smell and kind of old school. I wanted something more 21st century. I was so excited when I found smalls. My cats have now been eating smalls for 30 days and I see a big improvement. First, Smalls Cat Food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients, just like you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple guys that were home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. Today, Smalls has served millions of meals to cats all over America. I love the fact that I could see a big difference in Charlotte. Charlotte used to get a lot of irritation on her underbelly from nervously itching herself or, you know, who knows what. And now I see a big improvement that sold me. I am so glad to see this big difference in Charlotte since she started eating smalls only 30 days ago. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their food that you can try it risk-free. That means they will refund you if your cat won't eat their food. But that's not going to happen because the cat food is delicious. And I love how it smells. So here's the best offer you're going to find. Remember, high-quality ingredients mean a healthier and happier life for your kitty. Head to smalls.com slash PetLife and use the promo code PetLife at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code PetLife for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code PetLife for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Zoe Lay. She is a co-founder of Rockster, which is an amazing food um, with prebiotic superfood. We're just talking about a lot of the science. Let's talk about the form that it comes in because it's canned and there's several types of recipes that you have. Why did you select the recipes that you did, the flavors that you did? So there are two very good reasons for that. So everyone is a single protein and each one of the recipes were designed for the Rockster originally 
to have boosted certain benefits such as the venison was designed for his joints and his for mobility the beef was also designed to boost his natural eyesight so each one is single protein and each one was was therefore designed around that protein and also why we use the a tin and i know that that this is like everyone's like oh my god how could you have this amazing food but it's in a tin it's in a, it's a canned food so i'll tell you why well so you're supposed to package it in plastic the Martin. Exactly. Exactly. Or tetra pack. Plastic is a big no-no, so we can't do plastic anymore. Paper, you can't use paper for food. So, Michelle, let me explain to you. So, some people say, well, okay, like all these fresh food deliveries or whatever that arrive frozen, they all arrive in plastic. From England? From Germany? Really? Yeah, no. In Germany, they're, they're, they've sort of cottoned on to the actually now even water, the smartest water is coming in tin or aluminium. So what we are doing, it's not just that we are using those ingredients and those specific parts of the animal and the specific bio fruits and vegetables and the fermented Jerusalem artichoke, et cetera, et cetera. It's also how we cook the food. And that is very special and that is unique. And also the tin that we use is unique to us. What it is, is that sous vide in america has become known as just gently cooked well sous vide is way but it actually translates as under pressure sous under vide vacuum and so as a result it acts it was originally created by the chefs in france as a natural flavor enhancer but it has two major advantages if you cook food from raw from fresh without any access to oxygen you never have any leaching of the fat or water-soluble vitamins. Nothing gets out, nothing gets in. And essentially, you are preserving the food without the need for any artificial preservatives. And the nutrient content of that food has a completely different profile. And because it's in a water bath, it cooks evenly throughout. So we could do that in plastic. It would be virtually impossible, but you could potentially do it in Tetra Pak. But plastic, as you, I'm sure, know, has endocrine. If you cook in plastic, it has endocrine-altering factors. And on the other side, it's terrible for the environment. So we use a very special tin, which is why there is no paper label. And it is more than just BPA-free, actually. It's, it's a, a lining inside that is, you know, I think I don't think there is another pet product in the world that's put some and most human products aren't even put in in that caliber of lining. And what it enables the food to be is cooked from raw and then opened. And the first time those ingredients meet oxygen is when you open the can. And also there's no need for acid spraying, which is what happens in a lot of also raw foods. That's absolutely incredible. Let's talk about now we have pet parents listening. Some, you know, have been a pet parent for years. Some have not. Some of them might have heard this before, but Rockster Superfood is very different. So here's the question. How do you introduce it to your dog? And generally, you know, the rule of thumb is you, you mix some old with new. Um, and so I want to know the best way to introduce it with your for your dog if it's just, you know, the same thing we normally do. And also some people, you know, they have a lot of dogs, they might be on budgets. What about using it with your current food as like maybe this is the wet edition and then that's exactly what a lot of people do. 
So first, how to introduce? Is it just as you would introduce any food? Any so I think it, all, it always depends on what your dog is eating before. So if your dog has been only purely fed kibble, for example, obviously when you're introducing any new food, you have to do that slowly and and we we actually have a mixing calculator on the website on top of that if you're home cooking for your dog or you're feeding your dog a raw diet for example what you can do is introduce one meal of rockster one meal of home cooking and phase it in much much more quickly so over one or two days but you can also use rockster as a topper for kibble or for other foods in order to spread it a lot of people um, actually freeze it in what would be ice cube, um, you know, those things that you put into the, the freezer. And that's how they will make one, one tin, for example, stretch over potentially a whole week. Others may give it as one meal of two in a day if they're home cooking or if they're being fed raw. I think that we've, we've seen extraordinary results with both. That's my next question. Besides, of, I love your flavors and names. You have six different varieties, if you can share those. And then I want to hear if you have any stories from Happy Dogs. Yes, absolutely. So, well, we actually, when we decided to make the food available for other dogs, we sat with our kids and we were trying to interweave Rockster's own story into really his brand and and. So the fish starts with a fisherman's dream from Naples, which is what we think actually because he loved fish so much that he survived mainly on fish and catching fish. He was a pretty mean fisherman. Um, he was able to catch fish quite easily. We then move on to going back to Salzburg and the sound of game. And that's the venison one. That one, for example, is the highest antioxidant count. So that I think reaches nearly 3,000 Tmol, and that's also something that we do. We did not only declare every single ingredient, including what part of the animal, we declare what the antioxidant count is of every single recipe. And then we go to, to some Moritz with chicken rella, which is a really funny story behind it because Rockster loved some Moritz. And then one of the mountains is Chantarella. The station is called Chantarella. And we were trying to think, what do we call it? And Clemmy, our daughter, had just seen Pretty Woman. She goes, Chicken fucking Rella. He's like the Cinderella of dogs. And so that became known as Chicken Rella. Duck a la Royale is the, the duck recipe, um, which is from Paris. Um, and then obviously Sunday roast in London. And in terms of stories with dogs, I mean, there are so many that it's almost hard to fathom. And, and you know, we have to be careful also as making medical claims. But I think one of the most extraordinary, not only was a, a dog called King at the beginning, whose kidney disease was was about to be put down and, and actually the kidney disease and its bloods were transformed on purely just on a diet of Rockster. And that was the other thing for the recipes that he was never going to need a supplement. But recently, Sarah, who's the founder of the Raw Connection, who 19 years ago was one of the, the key people in America who came behind raw food and even started the the raw connection in California. She found out about Rockster and put her 15-year-old dog onto Rockster and who had had kidney problems and who, you know, isn't the youngest one at 15 and totally put her dog on a diet of Rockster. And her dog has transformed its bloods. The vet said, oh my God, what have you done? It's like 
you've turned back time. And that's also been borne out in, in blood results, but also her activity, her movement. Um, it's just been, it actually made me cry. And You'd said something great, though. I've talked to a lot of different types, you know, different people on Best Bets for Pets. And a lot of people will mention with relation to food that, oh, you know, yeah, they're happier, their coat's shinier. But you told me that now the blood work was even different. In this case, we know that it might not be true for all, you know, dogs or, but as you said about medical claims, but in this case, the blood work even showed differences. That's not the first time that's happened. And that's happened actually many times um, with dogs with a number of conditions. So you are what you eat goes for, for us two-leggers and our four-legged for babes. And it's never too late to, you know. It's never too late. Eight. I mean, Abby, Sarah's dog is 15. Dogs are 15 years old and, you know, not very, kind of very ill and and it's detrimental. They're not going to live much longer and so forth and, you know, change their diet and... There you go. I mean, a whole new dog. So, Michelle, one of the things that, that always stuck with me as a child from my godfather, Sir John Vane, was and his view on allergies, and there was no such thing as a natural allergy. And, and he always said, what really stuck in my mind is no lion is ever, ever born allergic to antelope or giraffe. And no lion ever dies allergic to antelope or giraffe. And there is no dog alive on this planet that was born allergic to beef or to chicken or to egg. And no dog should die allergic to beef or chicken or egg. And what have we done to the farming methods and what have we done to those beef and those chickens and those therefore eggs in order for them to be, you know, develop histamine responses in hosts would eat them and certainly i mean even when rockster did die he had no systemic he had an accident and, and he was actually bitten and he got a systemic in infection from a puncture wound during covid in the lockdown but you know there was nothing else wrong with him whatsoever and we've had dogs that their owners and their vets have sworn that their dog is allergic to i don't know beef or all kinds of poultry and actually, they're not really. They can be regulated and they can be with natural food and with from an anti genuinely antibiotic free and totally pure, clean food. They're fine. And that's wonderful to hear. Okay, we're about to wrap up. So before I ask you where people can buy Rockster, is there anything you wanted to add that we didn't get a chance to discuss? I think you covered everything really well, though. I would just like to say, I mean, one thing that when we were approached a number of years ago by some people in America, actually Brad Kreiser, who founded Kreisers, and said, do you understand there's nothing like this that has ever existed in America? You know, I mean, I wish this should be a human food in America. Oh, my God, you, I want to bring it to America. A, I think it would have been easier to bring a nuclear weapon into America than bioorganic healthy dog food. But on the other side, what really struck me, which doesn't really exist in Europe, but it does exist in America, is that when we decided to make food available to others, it was really, really important to me that we gave 100% transparency. We don't just give 100% of the ingredients and the form of which we're using them, but exactly what part of the animal we're using. Because I think 
you guys have a right to know that, right? In America, you're not allowed to put that on the ingredient deck. And if one thing that could maybe change the industry is an ability openly and a welcomeness of transparency. That would be nice. In defense, since I'm an American, we do a lot of things right, but there is so much we could do better. So much. And it's the most, I mean, I've spent now so much time and 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 I've, I mean, I want to move to America. I love it. I mean, I think that I've met so many extraordinary, wonderful, friendly, incredible people. Also people who love their pets, you know, they're their babies, right? I mean, it's like me and... and got- yeah, from all the people I've talked to and stories and everything, I think in the US, we are most crazy. I'd say crazy in a good way about our fur babes. And just by little examples, that's my personal opinion, because, and this has nothing to do with Rockster, but for example, we have, um, um, most of our cats are indoor. That's just how we are. We don't want anything to get to them. But I've heard in England from so many I've talked to, their indoor outdoor is very common. And here it doesn't even matter the weather. It's indoor only. It's just such a high percentage. So we love our pets. And there's more and more people cooking for their pets and and finding, you know, superfoods like Rockstar. And if you had said this to people even maybe a decade ago, they would have looked at you like you're crazy. And now it's all you can do. That was was a decade ago. That's when we started doing it for the Rockstar. That was not in the U.S. I know. True. But but, but people thought we were totally nuts. Right. Okay. I thought you were going to say we did it a decade ago. And they they think you're crazy. Absolutely insane. And I mean, the the irony is in our kids, and I feel actually quite guilty about it, is the kids said to me, Mommy, you never created a, a baby food for us. (laughs) <laughs> but you did for the rock stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's also because the life of your pet is such a, it, it's so short. It's a, this sort of microcosm and it goes past so quickly. And what most people don't know is that the average life historically of a dog was 18 years old. And it's only since the invention of commercial pet food that that has shortened and significantly. And, you know, you find that people say, oh, my dog's so old, it's 11. And, and you suddenly think oh my, how many years do I have left with my pet okay. when you've got your you know a six months old baby you know you're totally expecting that you're going to outlive they're going to outlive you and they're going to baby even have a life expectancy of a century for the future but with your pet and every day that you can get more with your pet is something that you will cherish and and also the other thing I often have had said to me is it's such a false economy to buy a cheap food because the vet bills you'll have in the end and what price like. Where can people in the U.S. purchase Rockster? So it's in the independent pet segment at the moment. It's not in, in mass chains. And that's something because we're a family business. We wanted also to support family and independent businesses. From an, a website perspective, it can be delivered anywhere from a website called baxtaboo.com or PetCareRx. Um, but it's in amazing stores, like in, for example, in New York State and like Community Pet. It's gone into obviously um, Healthy Spot in Carmel. It's in Ben's Marketplace. It's in 
Colorado, if you go on to therockster.com, www.therockster.com, you'll see every single stockist and where you can buy it. And if you're not near one of the stockists, you can buy it online at Baxterboo or Pet Care or Rex or Petflow. And equally, if you have a local store that you would love to stock Rockster, then when you join or you feed Rockster or you sell Rockster, you're joining our family. You're joining the Rockster family. I want to thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling us all about Rockster. I have never heard of a food so amazing in over 13 years of Best Bets for Pets and plus the incredibly charming story of Rockster. So, um, Zoe, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Michelle, thank you so, so much for having me. And if you ever come to England, please come and we would love to host you. And hopefully I get to meet you in person in America. I would love it. If you're ever in Fort Lauderdale, come say hello. And thank you so much for, again, for coming on Best Bets for Pets on Pet Life Radio. The website is the rockster t-h-e-r-o-c-k-s-t-e-r.com and read all about rockster this adorable dog and the food it's just amazing and i want to thank my tester nikki who should be thanking me because he just was in heaven he loved the rockster food we did it as a topper so we could kind of like stretch it out a little bit and um he loved it and of course, I want to let you guys know that it's dog food, right? But Dennis, Molly, not Charlotte, because she hides. Dennis and Molly were on either side trying to get him to move away from his uh, food dish, but it didn't happen. So therockster.com. And then, of course, I want to thank my guest, Zoe Lay, for coming on Best Bets for Pets and sharing all this wonderful information. Thanks, of course, to everyone listening to Best Bets for Pets. I'm just so grateful and love the comments that I get from you, the emails, you know, negative, positive. It's all good. Please send them to Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. And of course, this would not happen at all without the magic of my producer, Mark Winter. So remember, keep listening. You never know what we're going to have next on Best Bets for Pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.